Is there a decision that you're not making? Yes, that one. Today, I'm going to share with you seven steps you can follow so that you can make that decision. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Dental Life Podcast, where we explore how you can have both a successful career and a meaningful personal life in and outside of your practices without sacrificing one for the other. I'm your host, Beth Heilman, former dental office manager turned certified life and health coach, and I'm here to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come from being a dental professional. Let's get started. Listen, the only thing standing between where you are now and where you want to be in your life is in the decisions you make. If you want to change the quality of your life, change the quality of the decisions you're making. I have increased the quality of my life tremendously by following these seven steps I'm about to share with you about how to make decisions. We waste so much time and energy not making decisions. Decisions have the power to move you forward in your life. Indecision is what keeps you stuck, immobilized, preventing progress, and it drains you of your energy. Now, the reason we want to make decisions in our life is, number one, it frees up our energy. It allows us to live a much more intentional, conscious life. You choose your life from the highest part of your brain, the most powerful resource that you have, and it supports those dreams and goals of yours. I want to share this information with you, not only about making decisions about your future, but I want you to use these steps to re-decide decisions you've made in your past. Most of us are living out decisions we made years and years ago without consciously deciding on purpose if we still want those things. If you want the same job, the same partner, the same career, all of it, the same house. I think that's why we find ourselves in a rut. Our brains think it's okay because without making a decision, it doesn't have to do anything new. It doesn't have to do any work. When you have a big vision for your life, you release power in the decisions you make. You make a decision, then you use your energy to continue making all those little decisions that support that big decision. So if you want to make progress and you don't want to dig deeper into that rut, let's make some decisions. But why even avoid making decisions in the first place? First of all, I think it's because we don't have a clear vision of where we want to go. I think it's so valuable to have a vision for your life. The second thing is I think we think there's only one right decision. We don't want to make the wrong one. So once you make that decision, you are going to be required to take action on it. So let's go through these seven steps of how to make powerful, purposeful decisions in your life. The first one, make those decisions ahead of time. You want to make sure you're making intentional decisions from emotions that serve you, the ones that you can do ahead of time, not in the moment. You make better decisions when you make them with your prefrontal cortex, not that primitive brain. The way you do that is to make decisions ahead of time. When you make decisions from your primitive brain, 
it's going to be motivated by what feels good in the moment. And it's often at the expense of what you want most. Those decisions are often fueled by scarcity, lack, worry, confusion, overwhelm, self-doubt. I'm not going to decide about that yet because I'm confused. I'll decide later when I'm less overwhelmed. I can't decide on that because I might make the wrong decision. I just don't feel like it now. I don't want to think about that right now. I'm just too exhausted. My husband's favorite one is, let me talk to my wife. Now, he does care what I think. He does want my input. But I know when he says that to someone, he's just buying time. He doesn't want to make a decision. It's the autopilot part of your brain that likes to do what's familiar, not spend energy. You end up making decisions that you aren't even aware of. For example, you said you want to jump on a Zoom call at noon. and You just grab a pack of cheese crackers and a Dr. Pepper. Not even aware that's not a healthy choice for you because you're worried about showing up on the Zoom call, right? You're just reacting, moving through the day, not aware of the decisions you're making. That's your brain running on default, not by design, especially if you want to be a fit, healthy person. When you plan how you're going to spend your money tomorrow, you're going to make better decisions because you're using that executive functioning part of your brain. If you make decisions in the moment, you're going to click that add to, button, add to cart button, right? Same when you decide what you're going to eat tomorrow. You're going to make much better choices if you make decisions today rather than in the moment. Your primitive brain for sure is going to want the Cheetos and Diet Coke. You've got to supervise that part of your brain. You do that by making decisions with your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that has your best interest in mind long term. When you learn to make decisions ahead of time, you follow through and honor those decisions no matter what, and you will see your life transform. Number two, make decisions from your future, not where you are now. If you make decisions based on your past, even, chances are you're going to create the same life over and over. You're not going to have a different future for yourself. You're going to keep living that same life on rinse and repeat. I think of it like when I I think of making decisions from my future, I think of it, okay, so I'm here in Colorado. It's a cool morning. I have on pants and and a jacket, but I'm planning a trip to Cancun. When I pack my suitcase, I'm not putting winter clothes in that suitcase. I'm packing things appropriate for the beach. If you plug your destination into your GPS, but you follow the same path you've taken previously time and time again on past trips, you're never going to reach your destination. I think that's what so many of us are doing. We're stuck in our past, trying to make it make sense instead of focusing our attention on where we're going and make decisions based from there. What does a fit and healthy person put in her grocery cart? What does a person who makes 20K a month spend their money on? What decisions does that person spend their time doing? Think about it. How many decisions do you make based on what happened yesterday or last year or when you were 12? Then how many decisions do you make based on your dreams? 
the vision of where you want to go and who you want to be. If it is not at least equal time, start right there. Start to shift the amount of time you spend making decisions from your future, from where you want to go. I ask my future self when I'm making a decision. I always have her top of mind. It goes like this. I sit back and I say, okay, it's one year, three years, five years out into the future. What do you think? Is this a yes or a no? And why? Even imagine a little bit of a back to the future moment where I imagine when my future self was faced with this decision. What did she choose? I imagine me considering a decision I know deep down in my heart will not serve my future self. When I consider saying something snarky to my husband, when I consider eating all the chips and salsa I can hold, I think of filling up that Amazon cart. I imagine her going, really? That's what we're going with? The answer is usually very obvious. If you make this decision today, where is that going to take us in five years? Is that where we want to go? If it's a heck yeah, let's roll. When you think about yourself in the future, you're always going to have your best interest in mind. I did that with every decision we faced as we transitioned out of our dental practice, and there were lots of them. It was if this, then that. It was more of a flowchart situation rather than being right or wrong, which brings me to the next consideration in making powerful decisions. What if you could believe that there are no right or wrong decisions? I want you to allow yourself to believe that. What if you could believe both decisions are right? I can choose either one. I love to think if I could be successful with either one of these decisions, then which would I choose? It's when we think there's a right or a wrong decision that we focus our attention on getting it right or wrong. Listen, there's no playbook out there in the world that has a list of, okay, here are all the right decisions, here are all the wrong ones. That The only thing that makes a decision wrong is your choice to make it wrong. As soon as you make a decision, as soon as you make a decision, as soon as you decide to create a new possibility for yourself, you can be sure that all those negative emotions are going to come up. Self-doubt lack of confidence, courage. We think of courage as being a positive emotion, but is it? Courage can be very uncomfortable. Look, all of that is going to rise to the surface. We often misinterpret that as having made the wrong decision. Your brain's trying to convince you of that. That's just your brain doing what it's programmed to do. It's designed to stay safe, to stay in the familiar, to not change but you can manage those thoughts and take action to follow through with your decision anyway. In my mind, I actually say it out loud. I say, okay, buckle up. Here we go. I want you to consider there are no wrong decisions because the worst thing that can happen if you think you've made a wrong decision is what? It's just a feeling, a vibration in your body. Failure is just a feeling, but it's a feeling we create from the thought, I made the wrong decision. Self-doubt is just the feeling you create when you think, 
I should have listened to my gut. I shouldn't have done this. Regret is just a feeling generated from the thought, wish I had not made this choice. Every failure is just another opportunity to go down another path and use it as an opportunity to decide who you want to be in that moment. It is just that simple. Take your focus off of making a right or wrong decision. Focus your attention on making the decision. Then evaluate it and make another one and then another. Like I said, the only difference between where you are now and where you want to go is in the decisions you've not yet made. So keep making decisions, trusting yourself, and keep making them. And then number four, like your reasons. When you make a decision, like the reason you made it. State those reasons out loud. Write them down on a piece of paper. If you're in your practice, I'm going to hire Susan as a hygienist in my practice because. Say those reasons out loud. I'm deciding not to hire Tammy for these reasons. If you're a hygienist or a team member, I'm accepting a job at Dr. So-and-so's practice for these reasons. Say them out loud. Tell them to somebody you trust. Write them down. I'm purchasing this iTero machine for these reasons. I'm choosing to eat this entire sleeve of Oreos because. And say it out loud. I know I scheduled to do laundry tonight, but I'm choosing to watch Netflix instead because. And say those reasons out loud. I'm leaving my seven-year relationship for these reasons. Do you like your reasons? These are your reasons. So stop asking everyone else what you should do. We face a decision, so we go out and ask 50 people what we should do. Now, getting perspective from outside sources can be valuable. But just know what you're getting is their opinion. And the more of those opinions you get, the more confused you will be. And a confused mind is more challenged to make a decision. It would rather spin an indecision, even if it's uncomfortable, because it doesn't have to do anything. It doesn't like uncertainty. When you seek answers from others, you're really giving all your responsibility over to them and abdicating it for yourself. You have someone or somewhere to place blame for that decision. And you now have reasons to not take action. Action because of whether other people will approve or disapprove. That's not having your own back. I personally have a couple of trusted family members or mentors I look to when I'm making decisions. The reason there are only a few is I know they're not going to tell me what to do. I know they will discuss the situation with me and help me find my own answer. Deep down in your heart, You know the decisions that are best for you. Ask yourself this question. I didn't care what anybody else thought. What would my decision be? And then have your own back. Once you make that decision, have your own back. Don't let indulgent emotions steal that decision from you. So you're scared. Don't make that mean you shouldn't have done it. You can do things in fear when you're scared. This is going to require you to also redecide often. 
when I made the decision to create this coaching business and I set big goals for myself. I don't know how many times that my brain wanted to freak out. It freaks out all the time. It'll offer up, maybe you should have just been an office manager for somebody else. Maybe you should coach for somebody else. No, I redecide all the time. I want to have a life coaching business to help dental professionals, period. And go all in on that decision. Don't waffle in indecision. Don't keep second guessing yourself. I see it all the time when dental practices hire a team member or when a team member accepts a position in a practice. So you hire this person and then immediately spend on all the reasons that person's not the right fit. You accept a position in a practice, then you allow your brain to dwell on all the reasons that practice sucks. Listen, go all in on your decision. Go all in on that new hire. Go all in on that practice. Don't waffle in indecision. Unless you set a specified date in the future, and that date needs to be far enough that you can actually gather data that's going to support your decision or your need to redecide. Ask yourself, say it's six months in the future. Don't do anything until then. Would I hire this person again? Would you accept this job again? Would you buy this house again? Don't just default to the time you've committed to it. I see this in dentistry all the time. I've done this for 20 years. There's no way I can choose something else now. I'd love to find another job, but I can't afford to get paid less than I make now. Listen, that's not having your own back. And then when you're faced with a decision, give yourself a deadline. All decisions are made in an instant. The big ones, the little ones. We spend time contemplating, ruminating, banning an indecision before we actually make the decision. This is what's going to keep you stuck. When you have a decision to make, give yourself a deadline. Ask yourself, is this worth spending more time trying to decide than it is to go out and test the decision? You move closer to that vision by deciding to do something instead of sitting around trying to make the perfect decision. So give yourself a deadline. It goes like this. I want to decide within 24 hours. Maybe it's by Friday afternoon, I will have decided whatever the decision is. I'm giving myself two weeks to make a decision about X. Don't leave these decisions open-ended. And then number seven, follow through no matter what. Your success is determined by how, how well you obey yourself. Make your decision. Honor that decision no matter what, no matter how you feel. You make your decision ahead of time. You decide, say, tomorrow at nine o'clock, you're going to go to yoga. You have your future self in mind, person who lives a healthy lifestyle and is fit, who takes care of her body. The decision is neither right or wrong. A hit class, yoga, going for a long walk, all of those would be good choices. But the, this is the decision you made. You like your reasons. It's exercise you like to do. It's in service of your goal of being a fit person. It's going to challenge you to be stronger. You're going to look fabulous in that new pair of jeans you bought. And then you have your own back. But then Saturday morning rolls around. You know you wrote it down that you're going to go to yoga. You even get mad at yourself because you wrote it down. 
you're in your comfy robe, having a cup of coffee on the back porch. You remember seeing your friend's post where she was asking her friends what to watch next on Netflix. So many of them sounded interesting to you. Maybe you even left your gym bag in the car that has all your workout gear in it. You even make up other stuff you need to be doing. It's your primitive brain gathering all the evidence to convince you to skip yoga. Be on to it. Stay committed to following through on your decision, no matter how you feel in the moment. It's not going to feel like you're chasing rainbows and daisies. The only time you change your mind about a decision is after you've taken enough action to actually gather information so that you can make a different decision. Now, this is not making a decision, taking a little action, then you get scared, you start second-guessing it, have doubt about it, don't think you can carry it off, run back in the cave and indecision. No, it's different. It's different to take action, gather information, and I like actual data. So I went to the gym and did yoga for six months. I'm not seeing the changes in my body. And I get very specific. Say my waist measurement was 30 inches. Six months later, it's still 30 inches. When I first started, I could only hold a plank for 20 seconds. Six months later, that's all I can do. Maybe now I'll try a hit class. Maybe now I'll try a spin class. Listen, the path to the exact life you want to live is created in every decision you're willing to make and obey yourself, to follow through on and execute no matter how you feel in the moment. And let me tell you, it feels so good to get over yourself. Imagine it as if you're running a 5K race. It's hard. It's challenging. It's hot, sweaty. It hurts. You question whether you're capable of doing it. And you sit down during that race. You watch everybody go past you. But also imagine it's hot, it's sweaty, it's hard. You don't think you're capable. You Maybe you're not even running. Maybe you're just walking fast. But you keep going. You keep moving forward. You cross that finish line, then sit down. Doesn't that feel so much better? Think of a decision you need to make. Follow these seven steps and make the decisions necessary that are going to bring this vision of yours to life. Because look, you are the one who has to deliver that life to yourself. And the magic of that possibility lies in the decisions you make. Have a fabulous week, my friends, and I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Hey, have you had a chance to download your free copy of my mental hygiene checklist yet? Visit BethHeilmanCoaching.com to get your copy. It teaches you the practical skills you need to achieve the same level of excellent mental hygiene as your dental hygiene. Don't miss out on this valuable resource for both your personal and professional growth.